I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 143. This week featuring my guest Scott Homebrew of Baltimore, Maryland. He is the first photographer on the show, I believe, and he's been working here in the scene for many years now, so I felt like he deserved his own episode. So, uh, yeah, we had a fun conversation about uh, all the bands he's worked with and all the shows that he's gone to. Um, you can definitely check out his Instagram page at Mr. Homebrew underscore photography. Got a Facebook page and all that too. I'll drop the links to it in the episode notes. But uh, yeah, he does a lot of great work. And uh, if you play music in the area, there's probably a good chance that uh, he's shot your band before or at least run into you somewhere. And uh, it's possible if he hasn't, he will shoot your band soon. So. Um, Definitely look out for him. Um, in any case, whether you are friends or fans of his, I hope you enjoy the interview. As always, thanks for supporting local music, local art, and community, and all that stuff. Hopefully, you yourself are doing all right and uh, having a good last month of summer here. We've got a bunch of big shows coming up, a bunch of festivals, all that stuff. Um, on that uh, front, the podcast will be hopefully hosting two small indie music festivals in the fall. I'll be announcing the dates and times for that soon, but uh, one should be in Lancaster, PA in September, and one should be in Baltimore in October, uh, respectively. So hopefully that'll all work out. Um, feel free to follow or subscribe to the podcast if this is your first time listening. Uh, it's always helpful, too, to drop like a rating or any of that stuff. Always much appreciated. Last two things i got to mention is that uh, Part-Time Rockstar Productions is up and running. If you're looking for a cheap music video, we can definitely get her done on the budget. Uh, high quality, of course. And then uh, Truly Strings is the sponsor of the show. It's Truly Strings Guitar Shop in Laurel, Maryland, uh, just between uh, D.C. and Baltimore. Steven runs it, and you can definitely check him out. There's a lot of good work. So, uh, yeah, without too much further ado, get to the conversation with Scott. the start of the interview if you want sure that works for you um, yeah, man. so cool what's up welcome to the part-time rockstar podcast this is uh, a long time coming i think uh for getting you on this up ep- getting you on the show <laughs> getting you an episode all that stuff yeah it's been uh just trying to get a schedule lined up you know it's always uh, the fun part seems to be yeah. a good problem to have though yeah for sure I know we've been talking about it for a little while, and I figured uh, you're one of those people who's always around, always uh, getting stuff done. So, <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, I'm everywhere. I know. Especially according to Facebook and everything, you're always at, at somebody's show. So I um, figured, uh, why not get you your, get the lowdown on uh, sure. what all you've been up to and which bands you're working with and why you're even doing this at all. I don't know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, let's see. Let's start with the last show that I was on, um, which was uh, Hammerjacks, which recently uh, relaunched. Yeah. 
found out that the show I covered on Saturday was uh, their second show as under their rebrand, which uh, featured an up-and-coming band called uh, Garzy, yeah. band out of Buffalo called, I'm uh, oh, sorry, I think they're L.A. now, but they're tour managers from Buffalo, uh, Point North, um, Don Bracco, who's out of England, and uh, Sleeping With Irons. Right on. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I figured I'd ask, you know, if you ever played music or even if music photography is your main thing or if you're actually doing like a bunch of other stuff, I was kind of curious how you, uh, you know, kind of got the page going and everything like that. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was actually, uh, my favorite band being, uh, 311. And around uh, 2013, 2014, I started getting back into the local music scene with bands like Ballyhoo and uh, Bump and Ollies. Yeah. Pasadena. And then, you know, as that kind of grew, I learned more about Bon and Bentley, Sweet Lita, Grill Lincolns, just seeing more and more about the local music scene. Yeah. And in uh, 2017, I was doing a Facebook Live of uh, Bon and Bentley over at Perry's in Odenton. Yeah. And a friend of mine, uh, Ed Payne, uh, saw me doing what I was doing. And uh, he reached out to uh, this woman, uh, Jenny Paris Brady, who ran uh, Naptown Music. Oh, cool. So she took me under her wing um, until, you know, for the first few years of my photography, um, we covered the Chesapeake Bay Blues Festival in uh, 2017. Nice. That was my first uh, festival as a photographer. I took my old uh, camera which uh, had one lucky shot of uh, S.A. Martinez with 311. Yeah. It told me I kind of had night for what to do, but not necessarily the equipment. My battery had died, and she let me borrow her uh, Nikon camera and uh, loved how it worked, um, you know, seeing how clear the pictures were. Yeah. And uh, eventually I got my own first camera after that, which was the... Uh, Canon Rebel T6, which I think I shot you a few times at yeah. uh, Fishhead uh, Cantina. Yeah, I feel like the first time I met you was probably Fishhead. It would have been mm-hmm. definitely a little while ago. Maybe one of those uh, MILF fests or something like that. Um, Absolutely. That was uh, a fun event. Yeah. Yeah, that inspired me to start uh, start one for this podcast. But oh, nice. uh, I was going to gonna ask with the homebrew thing i know you're sober now did you start calling yourself that because once upon a time you were brewing beer or is that just like a no name or a moniker was, that came from it was time? a it was a nickname um being in a 311 group there was a period of time where people were changing uh their middle names and last names to 311 song titles okay and uh as ramley chose homebrew i thought it was catchy and uh yeah just kind of stuck, especially because I've never once uh, used my last name on Facebook. Oh, nice. Well, and I, I'm not revealing that today on this podcast. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Congratulations on that. That's a tough thing to do in the in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I still don't even advertise my own name really on this. I don't have like a strong reason why. I just feel like it's more about promoting other people's stuff, but. Absolutely, you're just a uh, talking head. Exactly, it's like uh, exists in the ether, and <laughs> come out when someone releases new music or something, 
or I don't know. Or new photos but, uh, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. The all consuming beast of the internet. But um but yeah, I don't know. I just figured I'd check in, see what you've been up to. Um you know, get you like I said, your own time in the spotlight. I feel like you've earned it. You know, there's a, a lot of people out there doing photography, videography, and, uh, you know, a lot of people doing good work, but right they were now, all behind you, the camera. Yeah. But you got longevity from what I can tell. I mean, you've been, uh, been at it a while, so I don't know. Yeah. Since, uh, 2017. Yeah. So and five years. Yeah. It's been, it's a lot of fun. You know, you meet a lot of, uh, interesting, uh, people, a lot of interesting stories, yeah, I was kind of going to ask, maybe, uh, you know, obviously run into uh, some famous people and this, that, and the other. I don't know if you got any fun stories backstage yeah, or um, whatever. 2019, actually, in Power Plant, and just walking past was uh, Wyclef Jean. Oh, cool. And I got to show him some of the pictures, like, hey, these are, these are hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I met uh, Kellen from uh, City with Sirens backstage. Right on. After his- yeah. Are you getting uh, invites to festivals and all that stuff now? Um, so I did have to apply for uh, Reggae Rise Up. Yeah. Which did I will be it? I will be covering that one. Nice. I haven't had many more invites for festivals per se. Um, usually have to ask and apply. You know, it's kind of more yeah. how I got into the Mill Fests and Frozen Harbors and Yeah, I got you. The East Port of Rockins of the world, you know, which you know, the Holy and Sweebo, I could have just brought my camera, but I don't really bring my camera yeah. Sweebo just out. <laughs> yeah. I feel I do feel like the music family only has a few reunions times a year but they can actually meet. One being Sweebo, one being uh, Mill Fest, one being Frozen Harbor. And the other being sport parking, so yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun times. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, photography is not your day job, right? It's not. Um, yeah. My nine to five yeah. is a Salesforce uh, data admin for a medical supply company. Yeah, word. Um, do you ever feel like you you see photography or anything like that becoming like a, a bigger? bigger uh project that or it's still always going to be like what it is now or what do you see it as right you know as much as i would love to say that i'm my own boss and uh, be able yeah. to live off of uh what i do behind the camera you know i, I know it's going to be always be just a great uh second job because i am listed as a sole proprietorship so i am actually officially a business nice. as of april of this year so yeah so it's a second job where i am self-employed on that regard but it's not i don't think it's going to be enough to where it can replace my entire yeah. income yeah probably not and i i still always wonder you know especially with musicians and all that stuff with what we're doing mm-hmm. like, if you ever really want it to become a job for me I, my answer was always no like I always wanted to have like a, a regular profession or a re- regular layman, you know, just job, you know, partially because of dependability, but partially because I just never wanted music to be like tainted, I guess. But I think it's a balance, you know, like 
your your hobbies can become jobs and vice mm-hmm. versa or whatever. And uh, it's kind of up to you to let it either get out of control or or pursue it fully or I don't know. Like I think everybody's different for what they're. What they're yeah, after. it's a good it's a good balance. You know, I will say um, with uh, my job, it's mostly it's IT work, so I yeah. pretty much report to tickets as they come in. Yeah. So. And there's some slow days where I just have uh, some uh, free time and my iPad is right next to me. There you go. I mean, that's how I started this podcast, basically. It was like free time at work. It was like, mm-hmm. it's like I want to do something productive in the downtime, you know? Right. And uh, this just seemed like something I had a knack for. And uh, as long as it's not too big of a distraction, I feel like it's not that... No skin off or no sweat off my back, you know? Exactly. So, it becomes a, a tool of sorts. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like all of us are in this, like, little entertainment thing, bubble, whatever you want to call it, for various reasons. Some of us were neglected children and need attention as adults, and some of us <laughs> just are attracted to shiny things or... Obviously, drugs and hey, alcohol. Pretty lights. But <laughs> pretty lights. <laughs> Beautiful sounds. Yeah, like moths to the flame. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So I just like getting people's perspectives on on that sort of stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, for me, I just definitely like uh, capturing uh, that energy on stage. Yeah. Yeah, especially you know the first shows post COVID. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot pose those smiles yeah. that our sisters were sharing on stage to so happy to be back on stage after two years of Facebook lives and yeah. webcam this and yeah. Did uh, you end up picking up anything new uh, hobby wise or just like, I don't even know stump something yeah. to keep yourself busy during those two years. Or... <laughs> Unfortunately it became a record collection became a record collector during that time. That's cool. I, I recently found out that um, I have a record by one of my favorite bands. Probably can't read it, but it, it's called Mission Crew. Crew. And I recently learned this is worth 300 bucks. And I was nice. Like, wow, apparently, I don't know, if you let sit, stuff sit around for a while, it, it can age well. Yeah, there's always a market for something. Somebody's always looking. Yeah, but unfortunately, it goes up when somebody passes. So, yep, and that's what happened. Sadly, so, mm. Eric was like definitely by far my my favorite songwriter, but uh, it is what it is. So, yeah, at least we got the songs. Let's see, you know, nice and part. one thing I will say about musicians is, uh, you know, as long as you record, I mean, that's immortality right there. You know, as long as there's an ears yeah. to listen. With uh, photos, my vision is uh, going to be immortalized in pictures. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's like the impetus for a lot of art. Of course, you know, mm-hmm. wanting to stick yeah, around. So, yeah, as it's long fun. as there's eyes, uh, there's photos to be seen. As long yeah. as there's ears, there's music to be heard. Yeah, I wonder too. Like you know, especially with videography and photography, like. I mean, I can't even imagine what it was like pre-internet. 
maybe I, maybe even like pre-social media or like even five to ten years ago. I would I would say like, before the you know the analog age, the room yeah. I'm in right now, my gym would have probably been a dark room. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I don't even know if I was thinking even quite that far back or not. I mean, we can yeah. take it wherever you want to go. I was kind of thinking, yeah, definitely like, uh, the analog because it went from like analog to digital in the early two thousand. So right, and that's been around. I say but I feel like social media really took off in like oh eight, twenty ten, and it's yeah. of course increased in its inertia. But now it's like. It's a really valuable uh, commodity or valuable skill to have to to mm-hmm. do anything that uh, you know creates content, as as the kids say. So, right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I was just wondering if you had a perspective on watching that evolve at all, or if now you feel like you're a lot more important, of course, to the scene, self-important. <laughs> you know, I mean, it definitely helps out. I think if it wasn't for yeah. You know, promoting the photography or showing my photos, I probably would not have uh, a social media account anymore because of yeah. how toxic it can be. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to get wrapped up in, I guess, too. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's why I posted the things like uh, Mug Monday just to like get everybody's mind off of whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah. I guess also if you work from home, I've noticed like, yeah. especially like during the uh, pandemic, I was, I was saying there was like, there's the indoor people mentality versus the outdoor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, it was vastly different. Cause I like, you know, I work, you know, in the field you could say. And, um, yeah, it was like people were, if, if you were stuck at home working from the office, it was like the news cycle was like always kind of dictating like, your mind frame a little more than everyone mm-hmm. else who was out just working. I mean, it's not. The yeah, same I was, yeah. I was fortunate to keep my, keep my job and keep it remote. Yeah. I don't know. I just noticed that a lot. Felt like people were stressing a lot, even while they're at home. And I'm like, man, that just seems like a luxury to have. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish I could sit at home and work and stress over the news cycle. It sounds great. But <laughs> like I'm just too busy working, right? Like I don't know. Right. Um so I, I didn't really feel like I I don't know whatever shared that perspective as much, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I don't know if you had anything in particular that like you wanted to promote. I mean, that's kinda like the point of this podcast in particular, yeah. besides just rambling on about stuff but yeah i mean other than uh good old mr homebrew uh photography on facebook instagram twitter yeah yeah follow me i mean actually it turns out that the shirt i made uh with my logo on the front and the qr codes on the back every time i worn it out i've had uh a new multiple new followers just because it's easy to scan my shirt huh cool so the qr does not go to your Venmo or your PayPal. It goes to your social media pages. Cool, like your link tree or something. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's literally all my person. So nice. That's a good hey, idea. Hey, you, you got Instagram? Uh, yes, I think it's this logo right here. Yeah. 
nice. I'm obviously, I'm wearing a different shirt right now, so. Yeah, oh, that's a good idea. And then um, if people want to hire you for uh, for gigs, I guess they hit you up through there too, right? Yeah. They can message me. Uh, I keep my uh, messages open, so. Always reading them, always replying. Cool. It seems like you're at, like, you know, every show. So I don't, I assume you're <laughs> pretty. Uh, as wanted, much as I can. As much man. as I can, although. Although my, my, my August is quite open. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I said earlier that I think I was so focused on Reggae Rise Up. Yeah. That I was not, you know, trying to book anything else. Mm-hmm. Who are I mean, you? Granted, uh, sorry. I mean, Grant, I could always set up uh, Rapola Entertainment, see what shows he has, Nick. Yeah. Or talk to people at the Wrecker. I mean, I live in Perry Hall, so both yeah. Zen West and uh, Wrecker within 15 minutes of my house, so... Cool. kind of fortunate to have that nearby yeah for sure um definitely in there a little a little bit myself um who mm-hmm. are you uh most excited to probably shoot at a reggae rise up um so Wait. um maybe i should back up too like for, are you going for all three days or just one i'm going for all three days i am okay. looking forward to finally getting photos of hyrie cool yeah, because yeah, actually, an interesting uh, story about uh, that one. Um, there was a show back in uh, 2017. It was Kali Buds, Hyrie, Nako Medicine for the People Revolution. Gotcha. That's and nice. a friend in Philadelphia asked me to cover that show for him, you know, for his publication. It's like, yeah, you're good, you're good, you're good. You know, just show up, bring your camera. I get there. Nope, no photo pass. Mm. This is at uh, Pier 6. So, yeah. actually, it was the Pavilion then, but now it's Pier 6 again. And I was just you know, kind, of, kind of shocked, but also decided just to keep calm. You know, no, no reason to be mean, no reason to be a jerk, you know. Yeah. See what happens, you know, like, you never know. And during that back and forth, I missed... The Kali Bud set. I missed the Hyrie set. <laughs> I was approved to shoot Nako Amazon for the people. And I probably could have stayed around and take photos of Revolution. But because I was so new, I didn't want to get blacklisted by the venue or by any bigger bands. Yeah. So I only covered Nako Amazon for the people that year. Gotcha. So that's kind of like this, you know, that being a, the quote unquote show that got away. So yeah. far, I've covered Kali Buds. You know, because I covered him uh, back in the uh, beginning of the month at Pier 6. Haven't had the opportunity to shoot Revolution yet. I've actually shot Nako Missing for the People since uh, that incident. She actually remembered me, the tour manager, from that incident. You know, it's one of those uh, positive stories. So, uh, left yeah. an impression. And obviously, the last one for that show it, you know, that I haven't covered was Hyrie. So... Definitely yeah. looking forward to that. I met her in 2015 in St. Louis. Singer Patricia. You know, amazing yeah. person and such an amazing stage presence. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I get to cover Soja. You know, they're headlining and from DC, yeah. so that's kind of cool. It's yeah. also great, you know, seeing bands like the Harbor Boys and uh, Twin Operation playing to potentially their biggest crowds ever. Yeah. And I've worked with them since 
I, I worked with um, Cody when he was like this big. Yeah. And Josh says he was like this big. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I'm one of the first photographers to work with both of them, so it's kind of great seeing uh, them do big things. Yeah, no, for sure. I was talking to uh, to Cody about it at the uh, the reggae show um, in Catesville the other yeah. the other day. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely a good uh, workout buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time like I see it. him, you know, he gets uh, he gets the uh, fireman's care. He gets gets Cody. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's getting Cody again. I'm sure he's looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. It. Every time we see each other, I think we're somewhere in the two or three dozen pictures of uh, me picking him up. <laughs> and I've had him and Jinji uh, up at the same time. I've had him and Danny Cage Cruz uh, up at the same time. Yeah. That's why you don't skip like that. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I, th- I think he only weighs like 110 pounds, but yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you really have to have that strong, have to keep that strong center of gravity because you're carrying more than what you weigh at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I think that they're playing Thursday somewhere. I want to say it's like... Yeah, so they, they are playing... Yeah, they're playing on Tim Roof. And uh, Joey yeah. Harkin was playing Thursday over at uh, Jimmy's Sam Seafood. Yeah, he's he's got the, uh, the old residency there every Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm looking forward to going there. You know, I probably won't bring my camera for that day because it's just so much to uh, edit. In fact, uh, Friday, I actually need to leave uh, Ready to Rise Up a little early because I'm also booked at Zen West for uh, Allie Venable coming to town, blues singer. Cool. Busy weekend, man. You know it, man. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, some of these tan lines will even out. You just got to get yourself uh, like a homebrew tank top or something or cut the sleeves well, off. Well, my, uh, one of my t-shirts, actually two of them, are sleeveless. Yeah. Right, I think you I saw that now. Yeah, I think I yeah. saw that now. Yeah, yeah. Two, of them are, two of them are sleeveless, you're, but... You're wearing that at racers, probably. Yeah. I'm not yeah. getting a tattoo to my chest. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> QR code on your forehead? No, um, the logo is tattooed in my chest, and my back already has a tattoo, so I can't actually uh, oh, okay. put the QR codes on my back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do it in uh, do it in sunscreen. Just have like an artist, like perfectly well, do the QR yeah. and sunscreen, so it just burns nicely, and then right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I'd rather have it printed and do it that way. Yeah. That'd be funny. Because that is something that, you know, I do uh, think about a lot is how when you first met me, you know, I was probably 90 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that. Um, I honestly don't remember you being that heavy or that heavier, but I was, uh, congrats. I was 280 plus uh, when yeah. you first met me. And uh, now right now I've been hovering around uh, 195. I think we might have already talked about it, but was that uh, from quitting drinking, or was that from more like something just work out? And that, was, that was that was that uh, was change of diet. You yeah. know, it was uh, that's when I got into uh, keto and dropped the first amount of weight. Got into the gym. Nice. Then obviously during COVID, you know, you can see around here. Yeah. Good. Old. Got the the ropes down there and all the stuff. 
Yeah, so the bell rope, uh, and I had the anchor outside. Yeah. That's good, so, man. Yeah. Got to do a little indoor-outdoor action. <laughs> cool. Yeah, man. Well, congrats on making the gains. Or Yeah, thanks. I mean, maybe the lack of gains, really. You're just losing well, weight, but yeah. It's gains in muscle, loss in fat, and... Yeah. Yeah, man. Feel better. That's for sure. Exactly. You know, I, I was 35 going on 63. And then, you know, I was around 40 going on uh, 32. Nice. Well, they say you hit, like, peak endurance cardio-wise in, like, your mid-30s. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It definitely carries through your 40s from all the uh, the runners that I know and, and bikers and stuff like that. So. Something like forward to you, right? How old are you? I am 32. Okay. So, Something to look forward, forward to. I'm looking forward to hitting my peak endurance from all of my marathon <laughs> <Yeah>. running. <laughs> there you go. And I, I don't really run. <clears throat> I've never run a marathon. <clears throat> I mean, I do jog, but yeah. Actually, my only real gripe with that is I'd probably do like a marathon or I've done one half marathon. But I find it incredibly strange. It's like the gr- biggest con job they've ever pulled off on humans to convince them to pay, I don't know, 10% of rent on running. Like, 100 yeah. bucks, 150 bucks to go run. Like, granted, you get food, and there's, like, music or band something, maybe mm-hmm. afterward. But it's like, I could do this for absolutely free. <laughs> I don't know. I just I have a hard exactly. hard time spending money on such. I'd rather TV. I'd rather take a I'd rather take a trip out west and go hiking. Right. It's like I don't know. So that's just my my thought on that. I'm just guessing. Uh... Um, you you just broke up pretty good there. I didn't catch that. Yeah, you're cutting up pretty bad too. Well, there you are again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I kind of keep these relatively short and sweet anyway, so I'm, I'm cool with okay. uh, winding it down. I think we're going on about half an hour here. Kind of got to okay. hit the road for band practice anyway, so um, definitely right. good though. Like I said, getting you on here, getting the man behind the lens. Uh, you know, your own your own time, just kind of all right. Talk about whatever. So I'll be happy to get this out for you on the internet and, uh, you know, hopefully get a couple more gigs out of it. Probably not, but maybe people can take <laughs> I it. Already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more so. Maybe more schedule conflicts? Yeah, more scheduling <laughs> conflicts. How about that? Um, right. <laughs> it's a great problem to have. But I figure you know everybody, so everybody might want to actually listen to this one. So. All we'll right, see. we'll see. <laughs> Good luck I'll on have, that. I'll have to give you the the statistics on it or something afterward. Sounds good. I did give you a shirt at the last show, right? You did. Yes. I actually wore it uh, last week at some point. Oh, hell yeah. It's in the watch right. It's in the watch right now, actually. Sweet. All right. I just want to make sure I don't have to like mail you one or something. So. Oh, no, I'm official, officially in black. You should do some, uh, white tie dye ones. Turn the white ones into tie dye. Yeah. I did those with the band shirts. I need to do those again. That, that was a good, good look so 
Maybe it's coming back. I see a lot of people doing the tie-dye now. Yep. All right, dude. Well, I'll let you get on with your evening and uh, update right, you when I put this thing out on the internet. Sounds good, my friend. See ya. Peace. So, yeah, I want to thank Scott for coming on the show and thank you for listening. Definitely check out Scott's photography on all of his social pages and look out for him at a show. And, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, have a good week.